We are I. Yesterday marks my my quest, my saga for almost, I don't even know how long it's been now for, like a year and a half to be able to, to get TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Now, I know this is a super controversial subject and I, I fully understand, you know, like it's polarizing, but the older that I get, the more I realize that um, it's not... There's a difference between steroid use and TRT because I know the people who are on, who've taken steroids and like they're taking, you know, between 600, 800, a thousand milligrams a week, you know, plus other shit, you know, and they're just fucking jacked and huge. And, you know, like, you know, they're just moderately big. And, you know, most of them are also on Anivar because they want to be hard and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And like, and TRT is really, if I could take something that was all natural and get me back up to, to two thirds, 66% of what normal testosterone levels should be. Like, I don't think that that's bad. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But it's funny how our healthcare system is set up to be able to keep you kind of skimming along the bottom of all the things healthy. But if you want to be able to uh, become a test subject, now this is, you know, completely acceptable and open. And no matter what the potential consequences may be, you're allowed to be able to try Things that they don't really have any understanding what the full recourse may be for you in your life. And now I've been to the doctor so many times, you know, and different doctors too, to be able to get this prescribed. And it's all that same consensus is no, like you are skidding across the bottom, but until you take a nosedive off that cliff, there's no way that, you know, we'll be able to understand exactly whether or not we're going to, you know, prescribe this for you or not. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? They're just like, well, just because your testosterone levels are even, you know, below that 400 mark, you know, doesn't mean that we're actually even going to prescribe it for you. Then I'm like, so, so why? Why? I don't understand. That makes no sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me that you would intentionally keep my testosterone levels low and it doesn't make um, any sense that you that you wouldn't want to help somebody. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me that you wouldn't want to be able to keep somebody as strong as what they can be. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me that you don't want somebody to try to be as healthy as what they um, can be. It doesn't make any sense to me that you want it, wouldn't want a population of people who are fierce. These things don't make sense to me. Because it seems like, and this is where my tinfoil hat comes on, that things that make people really healthy, thing that things that make people fierce, things that make people strong, mentally, emotionally, physically, 
They're very hard to get, right down to good quality food. Now, I created a three-page document, and this is what I don't understand, is why that when I go to my doctor, I would even have to entertain this. But I created a three-page document. Because I wanted to be able to hand this to her as an overall arcing disclaimer. As saying, this is how much research I've done. So if you get in trouble, this is how far I've gone to be able to say, I'm willing to be able to take the air quotes risk. At the top of the spreadsheet, I listed the symptoms of low testosterone, the reporting method, and whether I have them or not. There's seven symptoms of low testosterone. One of them I can absolutely prove, you know, through diagnostics outside of self-reporting. The other ones are self-reporting. There's nothing I can do about that because nobody can, there's like nobody can offer tests for some of these things like low energy, fatigue, you know, reduced muscle mass and strength. Now that one I can because I just so happen to track those things. But again, a lot of that is still self-reporting. I have my next category, I have like committed dosage for trial, injection schedule, and below that, I have my name, and then a category below of all the things that I'm willing to be able to test every single week, and the category to the right of that, the standard to maintain with inside those categories, and then right preceding that, week one, week two, week three, week four, all the way to 12 weeks. And on week four, week eight, and week 12, I'll go for blood work to be able to prove and that we can analyze these things to be able to make sure that they are being maintained at the levels that I want. Weight, I said, not applicable, completely irrelevant. My SpO2 levels, blood oxygen, well, very key. You know, that's a sign of your overall health and representation or representative of how much energy that you can produce. Because if we're talking about having low energy, well, if I can have a 16x increase of energy production in my body by simply having enough available oxygen, well, if my oxygen in my blood is high, there we go. Easy way to be able to determine that. Heart rate, resting heart rate, eric pulse wave velocity, internal age, metabolic age, body fat, body water, blood pressure, ECG score, red blood cell count, testosterone levels, triglycerides, ratios, HDL, LDL, total cholesterol, hemoglobin A1C, fasting glucose, sodium, potassium, calcium, and total protein. On top of that, I even threw the sauna in there, saying that I'm willing to be able to commit to this to be able to show overall health. Now I'll track those things, make sure that I do them and make sure that those reference levels are what they're at. Don't again to go through the reference levels for you because it is completely relevant. Below that, I put reference materials. I referred the Cleveland Clinic, Mayo Clinic, the NIH, WebND, Harvard, ECG Learning Center, NCBI, PubMed, and Johns Hopkins. So again, it's not like I went to blakesbroscience.com. It's not like I went to, you know, mybuddysaid.com. It's not like I went to, I heard this on a podcast.com, even though there's a shit ton of credible podcasts to be able to listen to. Then below, in every single one of those categories above, SPO2, resting heart rate, air, pulse wave, velocity, 
I categorize each one of those and then put a hyperlink beside it to reference materials from places like the ones listed above, the Cleveland Clinic, Mayo Clinic, for each one of those categories, knowing that this is the how I res- or came to the conclusion that values above and shown that I have researched every single one of these things from credible sources. This is what makes up my three-page document called Agreement with My Doctor in Regards to Getting Prescribed TRT. Then I printed off a few PubMed studies from PubMed and handed them in with this booklet. So in its entirety, it's about 30 pages. And I went there yesterday and I said, look, this is how serious I'm taking this. This is the informed consent side. Now, please prescribe me this. Not asking for anything extraordinary. Well, now I have a specialist appointment with an endocrinologist. So I guess one step further in the right direction, but still deferral. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Why the fuck do I have to go through this? The irony behind this is, and this is what I wanted to say to her so bad. She's arguably pre-diabetic. Doesn't regularly work out, doesn't necessarily watch her diet, you know, drinks about the same amount of what an average woman does, high stress, you know, has had, you know, been in the, you know, kind of air quotes, obese category, according to the body mass index, her entire adult life. So pre-diabetic, you know, metabolic dysfunction, you know, the whole bit. So, but when she wanted to go on Ozempic, which still is now, there was no... There's no pushback because she could just get a doctor in her office to be able to write it for her or her husband. And she got it. Knowing that the side effects of this are, you know, the degradation of your bones, your connective tissue, your lean body mass, and how you actually lose more of those things, a higher percentage of those categories than you do of actual fat mass. Those are the side effects on top of a multitude of other things. And on top of that, they actually don't even really know what some of the side effects that are coming to this. But we do know how much that it affects your heart and your brain, your kidneys, your liver, all these kind of things. Because, you know, a lot of those are just made up of tissue. All of them are just made up of tissue. So think about it. That's the, that's the effect. Like that's, that's the negative. So... It's just a tough pill to swallow. Completely tough pill to swallow. So, I don't know where our health system goes from here, but the one thing I do know is the more podcasts I listen to on this topic, the more there's a lot of progressive doctors that are coming out. They're extremely credible that are saying, our healthcare systems in Canada and the United States are completely broken because they have nothing to do with actual preventative treatment. And if you're going to thread the needle in any significant direction, we're going to have to get into preventative treatment instead of just, you know, prescription pad, you know, health chasing, you know, air quotes, health, air quotes, chasing, you know, sick people down the road. Because it's not helping anything. Look at our healthcare system. It is what we're doing right now is not helping anything. We have the sickest population that has ever existed, ever. 
and we say that our healthcare system is great. Well, what fucking blinders do you have on? Seriously, what blinders? So there's a little update on my Kwasi Saga. I know that it's, this is probably a tough read, and there's more of like a log and understanding of myself, you know, for myself. But I just want, I guess I want to do these podcasts just to be able to shed some light on how fucking hard it is to be healthy, even if it means that you have to wake up early, whether it means that you're just trying to go to the gym every day or eat healthy or do your best, or you've now taken it to like extreme levels where you're chasing ice baths and saunas and TRT and peptides and because, you know, you're just trying to thread the needle with finer thread. But we all struggle. This is this is what it's like trying to be healthy in 2023 in the West. Is no matter what level you are at, everybody is fucking struggling. 